Hello and welcome to another Mega Bros podcast. My name is Danny. And I'm Donnie. And Donnie, tonight we are going to continue on with our Marvel Phase 3 rewatch. Uh, and today we talk about one of our favorites, I think we've already talked about it before, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yes! Love it. Yeah, th- this is one of the top ones. If you are going to rank, you know, any any order for the, all the movies that have come out, I, it's, if this one's not number one, it's top three at least. Great movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would even put ahead of it. Like, just, you know, if you, if you put a gun to my head right now, I'm telling you Ragnarok is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, period. Yeah, it, it's hard for me to even argue it. I mean, if you pick one of the crossover movies just because it, it's a crossover movie, sure, I get it. But just in terms of, like, what it is as a movie and just, like, what I kind of hope it does... You know, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, just kind of being a little bit different than the rest of them. Uh, it, a great, great movie. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm just, now, now I'm sitting here and, you know, of course, like, we, we, we said something, so now I have to think about it, and now I have to comment on it. Mm-hmm. I guess the only ones I would even, like, put in contention for that top spot, besides Ragnarok, would be Black Panther, because Black Panther was fucking dope. Yeah, um, it was. And... I, I kind of want to say the original Iron Man, like that was that movie was actually like really good and enjoyable on its own before I even knew there was going to be an MCU. So, um, I, I it, like that's probably the, it's the weaker of the two, but like Black Panther is up there and really needs to be pointed out. Yeah, I, I and you know we'll have that one coming up next. I don't disagree with any of those. The only other one that I might consider up there is um, Captain America: Civil War. Um, that, yeah, that's a good one too. I kind of think picking the Avengers movies is cheating, but, I mean, they're really good. They, they would deserve to be up there. Infinity War ending on, like, you know, everybody losing is one of the bolder choices for a comic book movie series. Like, I, I will absolutely give them that, but I do think that picking the Avengers movies is cheating. Yeah, and then we'll certainly get to that one more. Yep. But, uh, you know, let's just dive right into Ragnarok. Uh, like we kind of alluded to, I think one of the best things about this movie is that it's really not your typical, like, action-adventure you know, action-packed superhero movie. It's it's got a lot of comedy right from the opening scene um, when Thor's dangling from the chain and, and talking to Ragnarok and all that stuff. It's just right off the bat, and you, they just continue with it. And it's I, I think it it lends itself really well to Thor in particular. But you know, I, I it makes me wish that they would try that on more things, uh, other superhero genres. Yeah, I feel like the like the whole humor works i mean first of all like we gotta we gotta shout out the director here taika waititi who i mean we we love what we do in the shadows so like if you if you enjoy this this humor then absolutely check that show out because it's fucking hilarious yeah, that's, a, that's a great show yeah and there's a movie too that i still need to see but it's not streaming anywhere because you know whatever anyway but i, I feel like that's what really works like it is it, it's very ridiculous humor like it, it is honestly a lot of the same humor you see in what we do in the shadows and that you know yes we have you know the god of thunder here the you know very strong very powerful very cool uh and he spends half the movie getting his ass kicked up and down the street because he got a little thing in his neck like <laughs> so it's a lot of it is just this comedy of like you know big strong handsome guy tries to do big strong handsome guy things and fails miserably and everyone laughs at him <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a good formula, and they they could definitely lend it to lend it to other you know more superheroes in the in the whole group. Um, uh, you know, especially someone like Tony Stark, who like his character by itself probably has some of those funny moments, but he his movies are a little bit more serious, and you know, especially towards the end where I think it, like was it Iron Man three when he's grappling with mental issues, and then in the Avengers movies he's grappling with being a, a family man and all that, and and certainly you know. You can have those more ser- serious, um, 
you know, the storylines. But at the end of the day, it's these crazy, weird people flying around, like, with superpowers. So it doesn't, let's not, <laughs> you know, let's not take ourselves too seriously here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then you're right. Like, the Iron Man movies really took things in a much more serious direction. But I also think that, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is a lot more of a serious actor than Chris Hemsworth seems to be, which is no, no disrespect to either one of them. Like, it's just, he's a more dramatic dude. So, I, I, I do agree with you, though. Like, the more the more humor we see, the better. Um, you know, just anytime Paul Rudd shows up in the, in the MCU, for instance, that's always a good thing. Like, you know, people that make you laugh are funny. That's good. Um, yeah, I... I... As a side note, I really like that casting when they made Man Man because I, I do think they need to have a little bit more comedy in there. And I mean, you're not going to make Paul Rudd a serious actor, so good choice. <laughs> yeah, no, I, lo- I love Paul Rudd too, but serious actor? I mean, yeah, he could probably do it if you paid him to, but like, why, why, why would you waste such talent? Right, just keep him funny. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, plus, uh, Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie in this movie, like, she's, she's just freaking great. Like, the whole, like, I would watch a whole movie about her though, the entire time. Yeah, they, they have really interesting characters in this one. Um, you know, she's a really good one, too. And, like, the whole thing with the Valkyries and everything before Asgard was, you know, being attacked by the god of death, it's... It... Damn, I'm losing my train of thought completely. Damn, get it back! I, I'm trying to think of the rock guy's name, and that's that's killing me. Gork. I'm trying to think. Gork, thank you. All right, let me see if I can get back on this train. The whole thing with Valkyrie and the God of Death and yeah, okay, all right, ready to go. And then even going to, to Gorg when they, you know, they meet him in the cell. <laughs> I mean, just characters like that that I would just love to see in other movies. Yeah, between yeah, Gorg and Meek is just those two are just fucking hilarious. You know, I mean, I. <laughs> Honestly, every every time I'm at work and someone like you know fucks something up royally and is gonna get fired or, or or you know like really should be fired, I'm just sitting there like, yep, another day, another Doug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all about to get in that spaceship and leave. You want to come? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough pamphlets. That was the problem. That was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and, and speaking of like that kind of that whole thing, um, Thor Ragnarok did something too that I. I mentioned back when we skipped um, Guardians of the Galaxy because, you know, we're canceling Chris Hemsworth. Or, not Chris Hemsworth. Chris Pratt, we're we're canceling. We're not canceling Hemsworth. Hemsworth is an an Australian-American treasure. Yeah, he's one one of the good Chris's. We're not talking about the bad Chris. Yeah. Uh, In any case, what Guardians of the Galaxy I thought needed to do was kind of introduce the whole space thing to it because, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, all these people are based on Earth and, you know, Thanos is not. So you need to have that, like, crossover somewhere else. And I think Thor Ragnarok did a great job uh, when you have the Grandmaster and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it shows there's space aliens out there that are also living their lives. So I don't think you need Guardians of the Galaxy is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd watch Thor movies over Guardians of the Galaxy any day of the week, honestly. Um, Even the bad Thor movies. Like, I I just do not care for Guardians, period. Yeah, it... Yeah, we've we crapped on it before, but it deserves a little bit more crapping on. I just don't get it as a series. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think like Star Lord is necessarily like a s- super compelling superhero. And I don't. Th- none of them are compelling characters. I mean, I, I, Gamora maybe. Like that. That's that's about it. But like Drax is a complete waste of Dave Bautista and, and you know that three hundred pounds of muscle he's, he's carrying around. Like when Rocket Groot. Like okay, there's a raccoon who yells in a in a tree that says you know I am tree. 
I, I really think do with that? I really think Groot was way overplayed too, and I of, of course he's got like the Baby Yoda thing because everyone loves him, and you know every like chick that I work with has like a Funko Pop of Groot on their desk. But I don't know, he just <laughs> he just overdone. <laughs> yeah, Baby Groot was the original Baby Yoda. Yeah, you're right. When you put it that way, not nearly as cool though. No, no, Baby Yoda kicked ass. <laughs> I fucking love Baby Yoda. That is the wrong universe. Yep, no, well, I mean, you never know. They both own, they're both owned by Disney now, and, you know, all it takes is one executive get some dollar signs in their eyes. Jesus, that'd be the crossover of the century. I mean, yeah, I would absolutely watch a, a Thor lightsaber fight. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, I, I think that would be pretty, pretty much worth watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you getting back to Ragnarok here, I mean, yeah, they, they nailed, like, every single casting. Jeff Goldblum in this movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I I love Jeff Goldblum as a Grandmaster. I really wish he would show up in a lot more movies. I, yeah, I, I, I wish he'd show up in a lot of things. Like, he, he's just an entertaining dude. Yeah, he should be. The Grandmaster's such, like, an interesting character, too, because he's just, like, so completely out there, and he's just, like, in charge of this whole planet because why? Like, he's just there. Yeah, like, he just, he doesn't, like, like, he doesn't worry about any of it all. He's apparently got his own, got his own sh- ship just specifically for orgies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he's this whole movie just cracks me up the whole fucking time. And then, uh, like, we didn't even get we didn't even get to the main villain here. Like, Hella just like Kate Blanchett just completely dives into it. Like, like again, this is a serious actor, you know, in quotes here. Like, she, this is someone who who's like really good at what she does, and she just dives in like it's a fucking Saturday morning cartoon and just fucking nails the entire piece of it. Just, just fantastic <laughs> yeah Hella was a great uh, villain and I really liked um, just kind of how like the the Thor family whatever you want to call it like work together we have Thor Loki and, and now Hella, and they're just like all like fucked up it's, it's quite a, a family problem that they have going on there it, it, I feel like you know you can you can see the echoes of that in just about like any family today <laughs> you know like <laughs> Mom and dad are just trying to keep things together, and you know, dad was fucking shit up in the past, and you know, there's two kids, but one of them's not really, really his kid or her kid, apparently. <laughs> and you know, oh, and by the way, your older sibling used to be a murderous rampage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Loki all of a sudden doesn't look like the evil one anymore. <laughs> right, like Loki's just like, oh no, my niche. What do I do? <laughs> and he even was kind of good in this one a little bit. He always betrays Thor a little bit, but <laughs> I feel like Loki, Loki was overplayed. Like. It, not in this movie necessarily, but like a lot of people were always talking about how, like, you go online and you're just like, oh, I love Loki. I'm a Loki stan. I am a Loki fan. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, the, like, I don't, like, I didn't get it. He wasn't a good character. Like, I, like, I, I don't know. I, for, personally, I just think there's a lot of people that were raised on, you know, eight Harry Potter movies that just think British accent equals great villain now. I was gonna say, do they just love Tom Hiddleston? Is like that. <laughs> reason i think so i think so and no disrespect to him he does he does what he can with what he has and and loki turned out better than i expected it to because i look i'm i'll just go ahead and say it alone i'm on record as saying that the mcu would be better off with zero loki in it like just i don't find him a compelling character he's he's like kind of like weak and snivelly and like he just kind of weasels his way in and worms his way out like i i just I don't know. I feel like you could replace him with any number of other expendable villains and not miss a whole lot. But 
they eventually paid him off with Loki, at least. But, like, even in this movie, like, they they made him work. Like, they made his smarminess work. Like, he like he was funny. Like, the whole get help gag was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, man. And, shit, we didn't, even, we didn't even mention fucking Banner yet. You know, Mark Ruffalo just killing it as usual. Yeah, no, it, this movie made me wish that there had been maybe one or two Hulk movies with him as the, you know, as Hulk, because we never got that, and he's just either in the Avengers, like, crossovers or something like that, and, and you know, he has a pretty big part in this movie, uh, and I I guess it kind of starts that turn just in the transition to when he's, like, full-time Hulk, um, but, you know, like, the last taste in my mouth I had of Hulk was him wearing glasses and not being evil so like or not evil you know what i'm trying to say like mad and all angry that. <laughs> angry thank you yes that was it uh, but like it, it just reminds you like how insanely powerful he really is yeah i mean like I, I know like in the comics that there have been some really insane takes on just how strong hulk can get like he ends up with that <laughs> like hulk ends up with that doom guy strength where he's just too angry to lose so he just keeps getting stronger <laughs> oh and it's i know it like before you know, not being super into Marvel before now, it always, I, I thought Hulk was a pretty cool guy, like, that was one of the ones I knew about, but I, like, never realized that he would be in the upper echelon of, like, most powerful Avengers or, or you know, good guys out there. It's kind of funny to think that. Yeah, yeah, I, I it, it's one of those things you don't really understand at first, but, like, I'm starting to see it in the, especially with the MCU now and how that's all, uh, how that all keeps going, so it, they do a really good job though of like setting him up and like trying to like find that balance between you know banner and hulk and there's they're kind of working together too I, i'm with you though like i wish we had gotten like a good like mark ruffalo hulk movie because instead like all we have are two not good hulk movies like i i don't i don't know the the one with eric banner from like 2005 that's just straight garbage just don't even don't even watch it don't bother mm. just it, 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 it's not mcu and it doesn't count like just nope. ignore it the other one, though, the one with Edward Norton, like, and Liv Tyler, and it does actually have Robert Downey Jr. in it, so it, it counts as an, as an MCU movie, but, like, I guess, like, the distribution rights are weird. I don't, I don't know how movies work, man. I just watch them. Yeah, that, that that's still the only MCU movie I haven't seen. And, you know, one of my my buddies from work, who we always talk about, told me right off the bat you can skip that one, and I just took his word for it. I haven't felt the need to watch it. I, for completionist's sake, I did watch it um <laughs> like i went on amazon rented it for like a buck 99 it was just like okay fine you know <laughs> it yeah, uh might, might as well. it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen in my life but it just doesn't the one the one thing that it leaves out it, there, the one thing that you miss if you don't watch it and it's not necessarily the most important thing but it is a little little tidbit is you know really one of the big bad guys in the movie is thunderbolt ross and like he's like the, so he's the guy that's the secretary of state in civil war without all that backstory you're just like oh i'm not supposed to worry about who this guy is like he's just a secretary of state of course he says that like with this background in this movie and the fact that like he spent this many years of his life hunting down the hulk like that uh <laughs> like like that would have been nice backstory to have but instead you know they made a bad movie and we just have to live with it yeah yeah the, can't really go back in time and fix that one nope nope no time stones here nope but you know we do we do got a slight appearance but the end credit that is uh Thanos' ship right I, I have to continue my rewatch to refresh my memories and all that stuff but uh yeah you know it this whole this whole phase of movies is 
like really gearing up for that and you know even before then they they hinted at him and whatnot but uh you can you can tell that we're moving towards you know like the big shit storm and you know even looking at this in front of me we have black panther and then infinity war so we're basically right there anyways <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's the whole thing like you know the end of ragnarok thanos shows up and you know we know that infinity war starts off with you know loki getting quote-unquote killed and all that fun stuff so um you know it's i feel like that's that's kind of another thing with this movie is that it does a really good job of like really setting the table for infinity war you know kind of getting everybody back in one place and giving people ways to get there but also just you know you you get the laughs out before the serious movie because you know infinity war and endgame are are very you know capital letter serious movies for as much as it can be for comic books so <laughs> despite having an end of the wasp between them but right <laughs> <laughs> no they they are and and it, it kind of i don't want to say it raised the stakes because with with the you know the asgardians getting on the ship and heading towards earth and all that stuff and and they don't have their home world anymore it the stakes are already pretty high if Thanos is going to wipe out half of all of, you know, civilization. But it does add that extra layer of, you know, they just had their homeland destroyed and, and now they're trying to get to Earth. And oh shit, here's the big bad that, you know, is about to cause a lot of big bad destruction. And destruction he does. But we'll cover that in, our, in another podcast, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely coming up on that one. Yeah, that's the thing with uh, with the MCU. It's just tough to it's tough to talk about just one movie. And, and they're so intertwined, and you know that I, w- I wanted to bring something up when you were talking about Loki, um, so I'll just bring it up now. I I liked him as a character, but I think kind of backing off of what you said is um, he really feels like a plot device more than anything else. Because on so many of the things where like he escapes or he has a time, like you know one of the uh, Infinity Stones and all that stuff, it it's just because he is like on all these movies and he's always doing something to kind of move it along but like does it have to be Loki yeah it, it kind of feels like they you know my honest opinion is that like it feels like they ended up with Tom Hiddleston in this part and he does a really good job with it but um, like it just means that he does whatever they need him to do to get things going to where they need it to go you know like I, I just I I don't want to keep shooting on Tom Hiddleston because it's not his fault. Like the man does what does what he does and he does it well. But I, it just the writing just seems like kind of all over the place. Like he's he's like a sneaky bastard in the first Thor, and then you know, but he doesn't he doesn't really end up being like the true villain. And then like you get to Avengers and he is the villain, except well, no, he's not really because he's you know working with the Chitari who oh guess what turns out it's Thanos, you know. And then what Thor two they let him out and then he get he escapes and all that shit like it's just it's always something with him. Yeah, and and even like how it's like a, a meme in the movie at this point, like, you know that he always betrays Thor and Thor always trusts him. Like yeah, he does. So why don't you not? Like I get he's your brother and you know it's family and all that stuff, but but maybe stop trusting him because he's going to betray you like he always does. But that's what he—that's what he does too. At the, towards the end, there, which is nice. Like, <laughs> like when he, he fucking does the thing, zaps him at the end before they before they leave Sakar. Like that, I—I I, I was remember thinking that and thinking like, oh, good, Thor wised up. It's about fucking time. <laughs> yeah, because when he split off and, and sent his image the other way too, I was like, great, he fell for it again. But no, he, he finally, <laughs> finally smartened up and was able to get off the planet. So that was good. 
yeah i mean i guess that's what i really appreciate about ragnarok here like it's one of the few movies you see where we're not just stuck with the same character like we see thor like instead of just doing thor things he's does like you know person things like he, he he realizes that oh hey my brother kind of an asshole should probably have a backup plan for him he'll never expect that and lo and behold he did not expect that i think it kind of had them change the character a little bit because you know now that i'm talking about rewatches i'm in after watch one and two but thor always did seem like a serious kind of person but then when you get to um avengers endgame when he's like you know the big fat guy <laughs> sitting in his home drinking beer all the time i don't know that they would have made thor that if it wasn't for ragnarok that he you know he had that funnier side or like that that human side i guess if you want to call it but um it, it kind of feels like it affected the character a little bit yeah i mean it's one of those things where um so I, I guess like this is where like you end up in like a bit of a philosophical debate like is it better to have characters do the same thing and just do it better or is it better to have them show like growth and change and maybe even regression in some aspects like we know that like you know like thor's mental state is because he just you know didn't swing high enough with his with his axe at the end of infinity war like we know that we know that he blames himself for the blip which <laughs> still one of the dumber names for an apocalyptic <laughs> event in in comic book history just just point yeah. that out it kind of downplays it a lot. <laughs> it really does. You're just like, oh, yeah, it's a blip. Like, no, no. That you could, I don't know. Somebody couldn't have, couldn't have come up with something better than the fucking blip. No, that's that's all it is, apparently. Like, they said it in Hawkeye, and, like, I've, like, I've been watching that. I know you haven't, but, like, they, they mentioned it in Hawkeye again. I'm just like, oh, that is just, <laughs> it's just not serious. <laughs> but they had five years to come up with something, and that's what they did. The blip. The blip. But, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I'm with you there. Like, I don't, I'm not sure that, like, you, I'm not sure that it's the, it's my favorite look for Thor, but, like, it sounds reasonable with him because, like, we know, like, based on the events of Thor 1 to Ragnarok and the subsequent, you know, Avengers movies and everything, like, we know Thor takes himself very seriously. Like, he really thinks that he's supposed to be saving the world, universe, mankind, all that fun stuff. Um, so when he like clearly fails to do so and ends up in this you know depressive state just you know playing video games and roasting new master 69 like it it makes like it it, it sounds crazy to, to say like if you watch like if you had only watched the first thor and i sat here and told you how you know you're gonna get like fat depressed thor in in a movie you're gonna be like well, that doesn't make any sense that, that that's imposterous and but like with the progression they laid out and again the growth that he showed in ragnarok like yeah i'm here for it like he like thor doing thor things and guess what when people who are used to being successful fail you know wildly at things it's bad for them mentally speaking like that shatters people so it's, it's i don't know that i like it but it's it's done well like if that makes sense like it's like how you like you see like a like a really well crafted meal on television. You're like, yeah, I would never eat that, but it looks great. I would eat a lot of things. Let's just be clear on that. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm talking about the things where they garnish it with like 18 different leaves, mm. and you're just like, just get a, get all that green stuff out. It's you know going back to what you're kind of saying about character development and one and all that. It's kind of something like very unique to the MCU because they've had so many movies and it spans so long that they they're able to do that. I mean you know think before then you know all the superhero movies were kind of one-off things you know you had the the batman trilogy sure but like how much 
how much growth does Batman have? He's, he's Batman and parents died. He is who he is, kind of. Uh, and, and they didn't have that mindset yet of an MCU-type thing. I think it's still a relatively new, you know, idea of universe building, but it it gives you that that transformation that you can have with Thor because he is, like, a really, you know... Like, he's royalty and he's, you know, very proper and then, you know, the accent probably certainly helps that, you know, that <laughs> mindset of him. <laughs> but then, like you said, you, you have, you know, Fat Thor playing video games, drinking beer because he you know, the name is axe a little bit higher. And I, you just, you can't get to that in one movie. Like, if, if you just plop down on, you know, Avengers Endgame, besides missing everything, um, you would have no idea how Thor got that way. You know, especially, like, if you knew him in Thor 1. It's just, it's it's kind of a cool thing that the MCU can do. Yeah, they really, I mean, they've really taken the comic book approach to movies. And it's... It's working. Like there's 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 no argument here. <laughs> Clearly, um, right? They're making even, money hand over fist. I mean, it's even moved to TV now too. Like we got, well, we're on like our fourth Disney show now. Like and it's and it's there hasn't been a bad one yet. There hasn't. There's been some not great ones, but there haven't. But there hasn't been a bad one yet. They've all been very enjoyable. And but like again, like I think like part of the reason why you're seeing them able to step out of the box of a lot of this stuff is because Ragnarok laid the groundwork for that. Like, Ragnarok was really... It was really the first movie where it just wasn't, like, super fucking serious all the time. They were just like, let's just go make a movie that people will want to watch and enjoy. Like, it's amazing what happens when you do that. Yeah, and, and I've read this in one place, and I, I assume it's still true, but, like, that uh, the next Doctor Strange movie is going to be a horror-type movie. And, I, like, I think that'd be really interesting, too. And I, I think... You know, it'd be cool to have different type of genres show up in these superhero movies because we've we've seen it. What are they on their thirty fifth movie or something at this point? Plus all the TV series. Uh, let's let's see it a different way. Let's see. I don't want to see like a rom com, and I think that's what we're gonna get with <laughs> Thor: God of Love. But we'll see. Um, <laughs> but I would like to see a horror movie. I'd like to see a comedy movie, and we kind of got this with Thor Ragnarok. I mean, Taika Waititi is still directing Love and Thunder, so let's just... I think we're, we're still a good hits on that one. <laughs> but, I mean, for that, and I also prefer Gina Linetti's working title of Thor 4, More Thor, but, you know, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> that would have that been the way to go. That would have been fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, in, you're, you're exactly right. Like, it's just... Um, I completely lost my train of thought on this one. I was gonna say you were right, and then I just it just didn't work. <laughs> I, I I usually am right, so I I can see why. No, no, my brain just refuses to accept it. <laughs> mm, well, no, that's uh, that's I'm sorry, but it's true. Oh fuck. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about like Doctor Strange and like you know exploring like horror aspects. Like that makes sense. Like Doctor Strange is like his whole thing is extra dimensional beings. So yes, give me some like Lovecraftian like tentacled horror mess bullshit like absolutely and especially with what we saw at a wandavision where like she's like looking through all these like dark tomes and shit now like it's there's there's a lot of room for the mcu to grow um you know not everything has to be super serious all the time like we can do you can clearly do like different movies i like shang chi was another one that, was, that movie was funny as hell in some places you know, I like. Did I get all of the jokes as a not Asian dude? Like, no, I'm sure I missed a few like cultural things with that that I probably would have picked up on if I wasn't, you know, some you know white guy from the from the Northeast. But it's again really enjoyable movie, and they've like they they 
they kind of go out of their way towards fleshing these characters out now that really wouldn't have gotten that originally. You know, I, you look at like the like the heist guys in uh in the Ant Man movies too, like are characters that probably wouldn't have like gotten like more than a scene in the early MCU. But now like you can like leave Lu Luis and and his dudes like to just take up over a whole fucking scene and it works and you enjoy it. Yeah, at this point, you know, especially being backed by Disney, but just how many movies and how much success they've had, they can do whatever the hell they want, and they can take those risks, and they can, you know, make things what they are, uh, and, you know, even if that movie fails, they probably have these actors wrapped up for more, and you're going to get a crossover, and, you know, even some of the bad MC movies that we've seen before are fine, and you don't have to watch them again, but there's always... There's always some kind of tidbit in one of the movies or like one little scene that links something to everything else. So, you know, if you're one of those people that makes YouTube videos pointing out a hundred, you know, Easter eggs in there, then you'll have a failed day with any of them. <laughs> that That is an endeavor other people can have fun with. I, I, <laughs> I can't do it. No, I I watched one of those one times for one of the earlier ones and I, I, I decided I wouldn't do that for every movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it's funny, like, you're sitting there trying to talk about, like, tidbits and stuff, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, yeah, I literally can't think of a reason to watch Thor 2 again. Like, that, that's the one that gets me every time. Like, when I, if I go through to do a, to do a full series rewatch, I get to Thor 2, and I'm like, what am I doing with my life right now? It usually yeah, lasts about 20 minutes before I push through it. That's a real forgettable one. I don't think I ever need to watch that one again. It makes me mad, too, because, like, there's... There was probably a lot more you could do with that, and apparently, like, Malekith's character in the comics is actually, like, really fucking good. Like, one of those, like, you know, mentally hilarious types, you know, like, kind of like the Joker, but, you know, like a dark elf. But instead, we got, uh, we got that. Yeah. Mm. Don't need some. Very forgettable. Yeah. But Ragnarok wasn't. That movie was fine. I'd like, shit, I might go watch it again, even though I just rewatched yeah. it. Yeah, maybe you should just uh, for shits and giggles. Mm. I do a lot of things for shits and giggles, as it were. Mm. What are the odds? Mm. Indeed. Well, I think we've uh, said all we can say about Ragnarok. I mean, you know, just great movie, and and like we kind of mentioned before, it 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 flips the movie hero superhero movie genre on its head a little bit, and um, you know, I, I just hope that they do continue to do more funny movies or anything like that do you have anything else to add i uh, no, I'm, I'm with you there i just like i it was a really enjoyable movie and i really hope that you know marvel and disney really make more movies like this but also just take more risks like that like it, you know let's let's see how this new doctor strange turns out because i'm really excited for that too yeah yeah i uh i couldn't agree more uh, so for that i'm danny and i'm donnie and it's been a mega bros podcast